So basically what's happening is you're, you're, instead of just focusing on leads coming in, now you're focusing on converting those people. And the reason that's so crucial is the coaches I work with, they want to serve, right? They want to help people. So if you have 10 people you're talking to and eight or nine of them are not becoming your student, you've got less people to serve. But mm. imagine if you had 10 people on the phone and, and half of them or 70% of them are saying yes to your offer. Leaders Business Lab is for you, the business owner, entrepreneur, the expert in your field who wants to be seen and heard as the influential thought leader in your industry. My name is Samantha Riley and I've been building and growing businesses for over 26 years and I've learned there are three key areas to your success, your mindset, your talents and the people you surround yourself with. Each week, I interview successful entrepreneurs and deep dive to discover the exact strategies that they've used to build their business so that you can experiment and implement these strategies in your business too. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, TG. It's so great to have you here joining me here today. Oh, it's awesome. So uh, I'm so happy that you invited me and I'm looking forward to this. Yes. Now today we're talking about, or your area of expertise is to get clients, not leads. And I love that we're just, you led in with this and I went, yes, have to have you on the show. But before we jump into exactly what that means, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and the clients that you serve? Okay, awesome. So uh, I live, I don't know how detailed you're going to get, but I, do, I live in Sugarland, Texas. Uh, they actually make sugar here. That's what they call Sugarland. It's right outside of Houston. Married 22 years, I have two amazing kids and they're, that's my why. So I do like to lead with that because that's really what I'm doing, what I'm doing. I've been in the sales industry for and marketing for over 30 years. And I've been working with uh, coaches specifically for about, this is my, I forgot we're in the new year, 2020. So this yeah. is my, my ninth year working mostly with the coaches, people in the consultative selling community. And what I do is I'm a, uh, as expert or, you know, I guess a conversion expert is what you would call it. And I used to work with sales within the sales industry and teaching people how to close in an ethical way. So without using high pressure, I teach integrity-based conversions, what I do. And we've uh, done over a quarter billion dollars in sales. Most of it's high ticket sales. So uh, what I'm teaching people is exactly what I've done with you know, my pretty much my entire sales life, uh, what I do with my sales organization. I've got a you know, nice team that, teach, that sells with my unselling process. So yeah, that, so in a nutshell, that's what I do. I, I work with coaches and I just help them really maximize their advertising marketing spend by focusing on conversions, not the mm. marketing, but actually getting people to say yes at the end of the call. Which I love because I think that it's a piece that a lot of people don't think about. They're trying to, I guess, really refine their marketing so that they have more people coming on as leads without thinking about converting those leads into a paying client. So I think this is fantastic. Explain to us what the difference is or, you know, for those people, like before we even start, what's the difference between uh, a lead and actually getting the sale? I mean, I know it sounds really basic, but let's mm -hmm. just really make sure that we've got that down nice and, and clear. Sure. So let's, let's say that 
there's a there's, there's a sales funnel or marketing funnel that's been put together and you can have organic right uh, without paying for it again mm-hmm. i'm not sure exactly uh, who's listening for just people just beginning or experts but you have organic traffic that you don't pay for or pay traffic that go into a, a landing page or a website and then they come in so they're a lead that comes in they may go to a webinar they may watch one of your case study videos go to a survey but eventually they get to booking on your calendar now i know some people watch <laughs> that are in your tribe probably have a coaching team or sales team that will get the lead, but they eventually get on someone's calendar. So that's a lead. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't pay the bills with leads, right? So you have yeah. to get them to say yes to your program. So the reason I call my program Get Clients Not Leads is the marketing piece is important, whether you do it organically or paid, but now that you get them on the phone or your coaching team gets them on the phone, you've got to find a way to convert them. So many times people will convert maybe like around 10 to 15 and maybe 20 percent and they're very content with that thinking that's really the best that they can do so they focus on bringing more leads and more leads in and they're closing at 10 to 20 percent and what what i share with them is basically well instead of worrying about close i mean just closing 10 to 20 why not close 30 to 50 mm-hmm. or 50 to 80 you know, I've got students that are closing over 70%. So basically what's happening is you're, you're instead of just focusing on leads coming in, now you're focusing on converting those people. And the reason that's so crucial is the coaches I work with, they want to serve, right? They want to help people. So if you have 10 people you're talking to and eight or nine of them are not becoming your student, you've got less people to serve. But mm. imagine if you have 10 people on the phone and, and half of them or 70% of them are saying yes to your offer, well, you got more people to serve. So, yeah. so basically, if you pay attention to the conversion piece more than the, you know, uh, I'm trying to look for a word, but kind of the, the, the it thing is marketing, right? So it's like, hey, man, that's the marketing. I got to get my funnel right. I got to get this right, my lead generation, my tripwire and all this type of thing going. But if you're not converting those leads, you're not serving, you know, you're losing money, obviously, but you're not serving the population you can really serve. Yeah. What I lo- really love about that is that there are so many coaches that, and I mean, coaches are, are amazing people, you know, they do what they do because they do love to serve and help people, yet they get really, or so many people get really caught up in, but I like, I don't want to sell because they have this whole icky feeling about it without thinking, well, if I sell people into my program, I can serve, I can serve them. So I believe that you've got an unselling system, which is obviously to help people not to be icky when they're selling. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what that is and how it came about? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and just real quick, you, that's the point you made is so true. It's like, like the biggest thing when I'm talking to a coach is that, that I, I don't, I'm not a salesperson. I don't want to do all the selling. And I tell people to stop looking at it as selling, but really more as serving, right? Finding a way to actually help those people get to where they want to get to. But I always tell people at the end of the day, no matter whether you want to look at, you are a salesperson. You are a sales because you listen, you are, if you're their coach, you're wanting to sell them to take action, right? You're wanting them to take action. You want them to implement what you're sharing with them and teaching them. That's a sell. So you, so, so a lot of it is, I think the high pressure part is what people see, but in life, uh, selling is just a part of it. So what I do with my unselling system, the reason I call it unselling is when I was first introduced into to the industry years ago, I was taught high pressure. And I was said, this is the way you got to talk to people. This is what you have to use these techniques. 
you know, it doesn't matter. Let me, let's, we're going to show you how to overcome objections. And, you know, that's, and I just never liked it. Like you said, icky, icky is the perfect yeah. word. Yeah. I, hate, I just did not like that way of selling. I was good at it, but I didn't want to do it. So I just started finding ways to ask questions and really help people. I just, I just start focusing on asking questions, finding questions just to help people. So unselling came about because unselling is anti high pressure. So I called okay. my whole, my company uh, is unselling system because I'm teaching a system where it's just really a conversation. So mm -hmm. when people, and that's what I tell coaches, when you're talking to your future customers and your future clients, just have a conversation with them. Just talk to them and just focus more on impacting and changing their life as opposed to techniques that, you know, really at the end of the day, most people don't like, you know, they don't like the icky part because they feel those techniques are really not about them. So I just say stick to your core values. You don't have to go away from your core values. You don't have to be a, become a different person, but just focus on your future customer. And the thing is, if you really take care of the things that they want and they desire, you can help them get to where they want to get to, they'll do business with you. They mm. really will. And you don't need to use techniques because this is an evergreen system that's been around for thousands of years i assure you of that yeah absolutely and you know when we sell to people we're actually helping them overcome a problem so i think it's taking away that feeling of oh it's icky i'm taking money from them and really switching that thought to i'm actually exchanging a value and a service to help them to alleviate a problem and that's essentially what you're talking about right Absolutely. And also you can look at it differently. You almost look at it as they need to pay. The money is important because you know, as well as most people who are listening to this, if people get things for free, they mostly like don't do anything. Oh my goodness. So the, it happened to me yesterday. <laughs> I, had, I had someone reach out to me last week and she was like, I know that you guys do websites. Can you help me out? And I went, look, yep, yeah, sure. Before we do, cause she was like, I don't know whether I need a landing page or a website or this or that. And I said, look, here's a blog post I've written that explains it all. Just have a read of that. And that will answer that question. And then let's get on a, on a call so that we can figure out how to implement that for you. We had a call yesterday. She's like, Oh, Yes. Yeah. I saw that you sent it through, but I haven't read it. And I'm like, yeah. you know, like you've got to help that's yourself a, first, right? That's exactly <laughs> what happens. Exactly yeah. what happens. So the thing is, you know, the responsibility I would say is if you really want to help them, they have to have an investment in it. Time investment is important, but the money investment obviously is going to compensate you for your time, but it's also going to help them take actions. So a lot of the things I teach coaches just to just change the frame of the way that you look at it and not look at it as you're being a bother or you don't want to ask people is if you truly want to serve them, then that's what they need to do. Mm. And then one, and once people make that shift, everything changes for them and then they'll take action. They'll have no problem asking for the money because they know now I'm not scared to ask for the money. It's my responsibility to ask for the money because if yep. I don't, I'm not going to serve them the best way I can serve. Them. Yeah. So attention, essentially what you're saying is when people pay, they pay attention. That's yeah. In life really, it's, it's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I used to, I used to something years ago when my friends wanted to borrow books from me and even though they were my friends, I would make them pay me 10 bucks. Ah! And then That's I would, so cool. Once, once they read the book, I gave them their money back because I knew really? they weren't going to read it. <laughs> oh, good idea. And not only that, half the time you don't get your book back. <laughs> 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 Fantastic. So um, I want to talk about free uh, strategy sessions because mm -hmm. this is something that trips a lot of people up. 
you know, getting people on a call and actually giving them a coaching call rather than actually converting the lead. And I think that, oh, I don't, I don't think, I know that this is a massive problem because when you are on a, you know, on a call that's less than an hour, you give someone a coaching session, essentially you're doing them a disservice because they, the person on the other end of the phone thinks, oh, awesome, I'm all good now. But seriously, we can't solve anyone's problem in less than an hour. So I would love you to share some tips on how to do a strategy session or some things to think about without doing a coaching call. Absolutely. That's probably the number one thing that I get when I'm when talking to people is my TG, help me, help me. I'm giving away all, you know, and then, I, and then so what happens is when people get on calls, a lot of the times they don't really know what's supposed to be happening. Many times they don't, right? So you will have them watch a video, go to a questionnaire, hey, book a call. So they're not really sure what it's about. Uh-huh. So, when it, so when they get on the call, they're like, oh man, this is probably the answer to my dreams. I get a free session. I'll learn if they need to know and I'll be able to go, right? So it's really good that when you're priming that session, when you, the, the, the pre-call, it's very important that you do, you know, that you kind of set expectations the right way. So the thing is, you're absolutely right. When you have a call, strategy call, and then it turns into a coaching session, you know, it's, it's really irresponsible because what's going to happen is they will leave with that mindset. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. So the reason that, so it's really more of a consultation. It's really more of a consultation to find out what they need help with mm-hmm. and then what the plan is for, for that to happen. So what's, what will happen when they get on the call, it's really important that you whoever the coach is, establishes right off the bat that they are the expert, that they are the ones that are going to be really, you know, guiding that conversation along. Because again, they don't have no idea. Your future client has no idea which way to go. Mm-hmm. So one of the first things I always ask people uh, or tell my coaches to ask, my, my students to ask in their coaching sessions is, what prompted you to book this call? What was it on my website? What was it on the survey? What was it on the, the video that you saw that really motivated you to book this call? And they're going to tell you from that one question, really why they're there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, they, if they say, hey, you know, I just wanted to get some free information. Or I just wanted to get, you know, or, or they'll say, ah, I can't find a coach that I can trust. Uh-huh. Or I've been looking for a fitness coach because the last coach I, you know, just gave me all the instructions. They never, you know, listened to me. They never showed up for the meetings or where they wanted me to go to the gym. So they're giving you all this information or a mindset coach, right? Well, the last coach I had really didn't help me with my mindset. They didn't seem like they were listening. Again, they're giving you all of this information. And from there, you start focusing on the, the, the what. So here's, this is, this is a big thing for you, for the podcast listeners. When they are doing these strategy calls, you always focus on the what. The reason people give away free coaching sessions is they focus on the how. Mm. They focus on how things are done. And that's where the irresponsible part comes in because you're not going to be able to tell them everything they need to know in 30 minute call. Mm. So what you want to do is you want to focus on the what. What has to happen? So listen to them and then you start, for, oh, okay, so you need a, a, a plan. You, you don't want to go to the gym. Okay, great. So we have to, so you're looking for a plan to, so you don't have to take that time away from your family. 
you're coming home. Okay, awesome. So this is the what you need this, you need this. And at the end of the call, you just let them go back over all these what's. So this is what you need. You need A, B, C, and D. Great. Well, the next step, I know I can help you. This is something that I've helped. And again, these are, you had to make this truthful statements, right? I don't ever believe in fake it till you make it. So if you haven't <laughs> done this, then don't say it. If you haven't helped dozens of students, don't say that you helped dozens of students, right? Just say that, you know, if you help at least one student, you can say, you know, I've, I've helped people with this exact situation. And, and, and what we can do is we can set up a plan to help you figure A, B, C, D out. Mm-hmm. So you focus on the what, and at the end of it, you basically let them know this is what needs to happen for you to get that issue taken care of or those goals met or those dreams met. And then you focus on that's how you get the client at the end mm. because you just focus on the what. And now you, for them to get the how is working with you. Yeah. What I heard there was that powerful first question that gives you the information that you need to be able to conduct the rest of the call. Just by that first question alone, the person on the other end of the call, the prospect is actually telling you, this is exactly what I'm looking for. So it's a brilliant way to open the call. And I'll tell you, most people are not doing that. I'm, I'm telling you, I've listened to thousands of calls and most people are not doing that. Because here's the thing, as coaches, most people I talk to are awesome. Really, that's mm-hmm. why I love this industry because I, I talk to a lot of people that are very, very awesome. And many of them have accolades and they've got degrees and all these type of things or, you know, they're award winners and all that stuff. Most people could care less about that. <laughs> Your future customers, don't, they don't care about that stuff. Uh-huh. So if you lead with that, and now if, you, if it's okay to let them see that stuff before the call, right, to establish yourself as an expert, which is, which is good, right? When you get on the call, you don't want to just keep focusing on how great you are and all those type of things or how great of a coach you are. Most people don't care about that. Focus on them. Mm. That's what they want. They want change within themselves. So if you can focus on that with that question, like you said, then you'll know everything that you have to focus on for the rest of the conversation. And even though they'll steer it here or there, you're the, you're the expert, you're the coach. And you can always find a way to get them back on track if you focus on the right type of question. Mm. But yes, I would say that if people do the, just, just this little pieces we talked about, they do this, they're going to be in the top probably one-tenth of 1% because many people are just, not, are just not doing that. Yeah, so that's a brilliant, a brilliant takeaway for anyone that's listening. Now, I know that you, we've just talked about the actual sales call itself, but I know that you, uh, or one of the big things that you teach is how to prepare and position yourself before the call. I'd love you to talk to us about what needs to happen before the call even happens. Absolutely. And that's, this is to me, just as crucial. So when, you know, when I talk to coaches about uh, the actual call and, and how the call should go, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a conversation, right? It's just a conversation. But the thing is, the other person you're talking to, your future client, if they know they're talking to an expert, right? Like if you think about people like Oprah or Mm -hmm. Dr. Phil or Dr. Oz, when those people make recommendations to do things, most people do them, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because we know that they know what they're talking about. (laughs) Right. If you go into a a specialist, if you have a foot injury and you talk to one of the top orthopedic specialists, they say, you need to get this done. You're probably thinking, okay, I should probably get that done. So people put, look at experts differently. Mm-hmm. So if you can position yourself before the call as an expert, then when you're meeting with them, even though it's conversational, it's no pressure, at the end, when you're making the recommendation of what they should do based on that interaction, they're going to view it differently. So what I always share with students is when you 
uh, a lot of times people will, you know, do the webinar or Facebook ad or Instagram, whatever they're doing and getting the call booked. From the time the call is booked, they don't ever interact with that student or, you know, that future client. That's it. That first call is the first time they'll talk to them. Mm -hmm. So what I say is before that call, you either send them to a landing page, a website, or send them an email that's got like uh, testimonials on it. Or that's the time if you have credentials, like if you have, you know, ClickFunnel awards, you can put them behind you. Um, you know, yeah, the testimony is very, very strong. But before you get on that call, let them know that you are somebody that's worth talking to. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So really establishing that expert positioning before that call is very, very important. And just even doing that is going to increase people's conversions because, again, you're, you're talking to people that really don't know who you are. But just that, man, this is, oh, I'm talking to Samantha Raleigh. She's done what? She's got her own Facebook group. Um, she's helped so many people. Oh my goodness, this is great. And then when they actually talk to you, it's almost like having like a fanboy, fangirl type of you know, moment where they like talk, feel like they're talking to a superstar. Well, wow, this is awesome. And then again, you're a real person and you're going to talk to them and focus on their needs. So they're thinking, my goodness, this person is a superstar. They care about me. And then if you follow just the unselling process all the way through at the end, when you're letting them know what that next step is, you're going to get a lot more yeses than no's. That's mm. just the way that I found. I mean, again, the way I've gotten over $250 million in sales is what I'm sharing with you right now. It's I don't over complicate things. I'm not a big tech guy. I've luckily I, I have a team now, so that helps me a lot of this stuff. But I focus on uh helping people. That's really what my, you know, what my what I want to do. And no matter what happens with technology, human contact, human interaction and helping people is something that's going to stay evergreen. Absolutely. And not only is it going to stay evergreen, I believe that it's got more value now moving forward, even more than before, as we're going into this age of artificial intelligence, like we're, we're very connected, but we're feeling really disconnected. So to have someone on the other end of the phone, listening to us, listening to our problems and really, you know, interacting and, and making us feel heard and, and valued, like what we're talking about is okay. I think that, that the value of that has actually and will sort of, you know, increase as time goes on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you just think about it, if you go to the doctor's office or go to the anywhere and you go into the waiting room, everybody's got their head in their laps. Uh-huh. Everyone's got their phone and they're not even looking up. There's no talking. There's no interactions. It's just everyone's, just, you know, even my kids, I'll talk to them about, you know, how, how you know, talking to their friends and they're like, no, we don't talk. We don't ever talk. <laughs> we snap, we text, <laughs> we Instagram. And then I ask her to call my daughter to call. I was like, oh my gosh, dad, what are you talking about? Nobody does that. So it's like, you're right. That is really changing. So these type of human interactions, people really, really enjoy that. If you, especially if you do the right way, it'll change your life and their life because you'll be helping them as well. Absolutely. Now, you you just talked about really um, positioning your expertise and you mentioned that when someone books into their calendar that you can send them to, uh, you know, a landing page or or are you talking about, I just want to like really make sure that we all understand this. Are you talking about before they book the call or after? And if it's after after they book the call, how do you position that to here, go look at this thing without that being icky? 
So what happens is after uh, one of the easiest ways is like if you use, let's say you schedule once, there's so many booking calendars out there. You, know, yeah, you got calendar calendar schedule week. once yeah. and you know, time. Acuity, time trade. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so most of them, once they book the appointment, you can redirect them almost immediately. Right. Mm -hmm. And the way that you can make it not sleazy is, is again, people have no idea what they're supposed to do. They really don't. I'm just really being straight. They have no idea. Uh -huh. They're booking a call with somebody that it just seems like it's the next logical step. And that's why the funnel was set up, right? You have a great marketing funnel. That's what it's done. When you book that, send them to that page, you can have a little video that goes, Hey, thank you, Samantha, or you know, some, but th th thank you for yeah. booking your call. Here's what I want you to do right now. Go to your calendar and you start giving them step-by-step -step instructions what to do. And on that page, you can have testimonials. Mm. On that page, you can have images of you speaking from stage. On that page, you can have you getting an award. So you can have all this stuff. So it's not sleazy. It's not like you're you know, saying, hey, this is me. I'm just so awesome. You can have it as a supplemental type of thing. The other thing is you can also send it via email. Right. So once they book, you can say, thank you so much for booking your, your strategy call. I'm looking forward to doing, you know, to do, if you want to know what to do to prepare, then click here and then they'll go to a video or whatever. So there's different ways to do it. But yeah, I'm talking about after the call. And, and yes, if you do it that way, it's really not sleazy. And it's actually very important because many times people don't put it into the calendar and they yeah. don't know what to do. Right. So you can even say now if it's important with your business, you know, what I want you to do is I want you to take two minutes and just think about uh, what, what it is that you're experiencing that, you know, that, that you may need some direction with. Because what I want to do on this call is focus on you. Mm. That's what I want to do. You know, so you can re kind of reiterate uh, a few things and really get them feeling, man, this is amazing. This is, wow, I'm looking forward to this call with Samantha. You know, she looks, looks like she cares. And now I see all these testimonies of all these people she's helped. I'm pretty excited. So yeah, yeah so, so that's the way I would do it. I love it. So it's not only sort of preparing them, getting them in the mindset of, I need to do this. It's positioning you as well. It's just, there's so many, um, I guess, pieces to just that one little strategy of getting people to go to that page, helping them to feel comfortable, helping them to understand that you're the person that can help the problem. Like that is such a fantastic, you know, tweak that you can make to your yeah, it works. funnel. It really works. Yeah, well, I guess it's it increases different. your show up rates as well, which is <laughs> yes, fantastic. Really, <laughs> it really, really does. Because people, here's the thing, people need, they need step-by-step -step instructions. They really, really do this, you know, especially when we talk about the bombardment they get with social media, with all these things going on around them, their work so sometimes they have good intentions and they'll maybe just forget so if you do these type of things and give them a reason if, if they know man if i miss this call with samantha it's gonna really impact me in a negative if they have that mindset they're gonna show up and that's mm. the thing you want to really give them step-by-step -step instruction and give them a reason to want to you know be on that call with you yeah fantastic so i wanted to quickly touch on this because this is something that um my mentor said to me years ago and the the feeling that people have around sales and i know you're talking about it about a feeling you know not icky and people don't even want to do the sales call in the first place but i remember my mentor saying if you don't want to get on a sales call because you're feeling like really flat and like you don't want to do it and you're pushing back just think about if that client signs up and how much mojo you get from actually signing that client or you know really converting one of your very you know, ideal clients, I guess. And I think I just wanted to quickly throw that in there because that is the, the power of sales. 
that it gives you your mojo. You know, it fills you with passion. It makes you energized to go forth and do it. So not only are we talking about serving the client, but from making sales as a coach, it gives you something as well. Absolutely. Yeah. When you're, when you're making money, when you're helping people, you get excited. It's, it's tough when you get like five no's or six no's or seven, all these no's are coming up. And even though you may be like really focused, okay, I'm going to leave that behind and go to the next call. You'll say that, but subconsciously there's something that's going to be affecting you. So you're absolutely right. Even with my team, I do talk about that, that not to take one to another. And we, you know, we, we talk about strategies on, on just keeping focus. And, but when you have a conversion system that converts at a high rate, you don't have to worry about that. And that's what I always tell people. So don't settle and go, okay, I, I know I'll get one or two of these 10 to say yes. And I'll just deal with all the no's and I'll go to my next group of 10. I said, don't do that. Just focus on doing these things that we talk about on uh, today's uh call on today's podcast and you don't really have to worry about it. You will close more. That's just mm. the way to convert more. Absolutely. And you said one word there that I just want to really go back. And if you're listening, there was one word that TG said that I really want you to, to think about. And that is system because it's the system that consistently brings the results. This is why, yeah, 80% conversion to me is just has actually blown my mind. I don't know anyone personally that's getting an 80% conversion. So it is all about the system. It's just following the process that works. So it's really important to make sure that, that you do that and not just leave your sales to accidenti and pray that you're going to get a 20% conversion. Yeah. And, and, and it's not by happening. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into it uh, to, to get to that level. And that's why I tell people, don't look at this as a job. Don't, don't look at it as, as oh, I, I know I want to serve these people, but I got to make these calls. And, you know, I'll, I'll get a few people. So if you, if you go with that approach that you're going to get very poor things out of it, if you know you're getting the same objections over and over again, if, if people are telling you, I got to think about it, Samantha, oh, I don't know if I can swing it. My money's a little bit tighter. I got to check with my wife. And if, they, if you get these things over and over again, there's something that you're not doing in your calls to get that response. So what I tell, so when I work with students, I tell them that this is, if you want to get to 50%, 60, 70. I mean, I have a student that when he came to me, he couldn't even get a $500 sale. And I just worked with him for a short period of time. Then he started doing 2000, 5000. Now he's doing over $10,000 every sale and he's closed over 70% from hardly closing any. And the main shift that he made was he listened to all the things that was he was getting and incorporated them into his talk, mm. what I call signature talk, the talk that you have your strategy call. And then he started, every time that he was getting something, he would put it into the, the talk so it wouldn't come out at the end. So I always tell people, don't, you know, you can get a higher conversion, but you have to work at it. You mm. can't just show up on the calls and say, okay, I'm going to, whatever happens, happens. No, if you're getting things, work them into your talk, ask better quality questions. That's really going to get your future client to start thinking. And if you're going to be able to help them. They don't have to shop around. They don't have to go anywhere else. If they know that working with Samantha is going to change their life, they're going to do business with you. Mm. The reason that they have to think about it is most people are very nice and they don't want to say, I'm not interested. You know, most people don't want to say that. If they say I have to think about it, that's a nice way of saying, oh, uh, it was nice chatting with you, but I have no intention to ever call you back, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, the, so now some people have to legit think about it. And, you know, but those are very few and far between. Most people are just trying to get off the phone with you. So mm -hmm. don't, give them that, don't give them that opportunity. And some people, 
you know, are, are, have been burnt before, right? Then call them out on that and, and, and ask them. So, so what exactly sounds like we're, we're able to help you? What exactly is holding you back? And they'll tell you, you know, oh man, I've been burnt before. And then you start having them talk a little bit more about that, right? And, and then you can ask more questions. So let me ask you, so if you go forward in life and thinking that everything out there is not going to get you to where you want to get to, what type of life do you think you're really going to lead? Mm. You know, you ask those type of questions, you get people to think, and now they're thinking he's that this is the right, I've got to make, take action. So, so if you want to get to where you want to get to, let's just go back over what we just talked about. Can you see how this is going to help you? How this is going to help you? So I'm here to help you get to where you want to get to, but it's a decision you have to make. The next step is this. And, you, and I've said that when people have said no, and then they're signing up right after that. Mm. Because you've talked to them, you've listened to them, you've asked them a question, made them think, and they're ready to sign up. So There was something you said in there that I do want to dive a little deeper into. And that's, you know, you said that you might have someone on the phone that says, I can't afford that. Mm-hmm. What is... The difference between, and I think this is really important because there are definitely going to be people on our call that literally cannot afford it. So that's not, I don't see that as being a part of the actual sales call process. I see that as a lead process leading into the sales call. So talk to us about the difference between attracting the right kind of leads, like the difference between just any lead and attracting a qualified lead. Yeah, that's very important. So you're absolutely right. So I, w- I don't deal, I used to, but because I've refined my process and everything that I'm sharing with you is what I do. I always make sure when, the, when people get on the call, they could at least afford, because again, it's not a coaching session. Mm-hmm. It's a session, it's a consulting session, find out if they're going to be a good fit or we're going to be a good fit to work together. So I qualify ahead of time. So that type of thing doesn't happen. So if they do say, I don't have the money, I've got to get it together. It's typically because they're not sold on you. Mm-hmm. So make sure that when you're, so the, the qualified lead and lead is a very good thing to bring up because many coaches are just happy to just speak with anyone mm-hmm. thinking that osmosis will happen. I'm going to show them how much I care, how much I want to help their life. And I'll talk to anybody. And most of them are going to say no, because you didn't qualify them enough. Whereas if you have them go through those series of questions, a questionnaire, ask them, you know, what are you looking to get out of this call? What's been going on? What type of action taker are you? If you do find a solution, what type of resources do you have? If you ask those type of questions, now you're getting a lead that will be able to, because again, coaches want to help almost everybody out there. But the reality is we can't, you know, we really can't help everyone. Many people don't want the help, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and many people can't afford it. And the ones that can't afford it, it's like what I said before. If people don't have an investment in what they're doing, they're most likely not going to do it, right? So, and, and you have to be compensated as well. It's not something that you want to do for free. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, so, so, so that distinction is very important. So I would say make sure that you focus on that pre-call process. I'm sorry, the, the pre-strategy call process where you're getting that lead. So that's a marketing uh, p- position that you have to work with. Your, uh, if you're doing your own marketing, make sure it's in there. But if you have somebody doing a funnel for you, make sure that they put those qualifying questions in. So you're speaking to people that can afford what you have to uh, offer. Mm, perfect. Awesome. TG, I know that you've got a free gift for the listeners to help them to, you know, take their unselling system or their sales <laughs> to the, the next level. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So it's, uh, I made it very easy for people to remember. So it's just my first name, which is T-I-J-I, 
followed by gift.com. So it's tggift.com. So when you go there, what I've done is I've put together, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like an ebook, but it's really not one of those fluff type of things. It's really just, so, you know, really ways to get you to where you want to get to. So I would say, so if you go to tggift.com, it'll show you how to get that. The other thing that I always offer to, you know, uh, really motivated listeners is when you go get the gift, if you think that, uh, that you have a business that can use, uh, and again, it could be a solopreneur business or it can be a business that you're scaling. But if some of these things that I'm sharing with you, if you think that it's, it can impact you, there's also a way for you to uh, book a time to chat and you'll be chatting with me directly. And I don't do that a lot. I really have not been getting on coaching calls a whole lot, mainly because the way the business is scaling, I don't really have the time, but I know that uh, that you're doing this really special for your tribe. So I wanted to make sure that I would be available for that. So if anybody wants to look at implementing some of this in their business and going from 10% or 15 where you're at to going to 50 to 80, there's a, uh, there's a way for you to do that. But for everyone, take advantage of that gift because some of the things that Samantha talked about, like some of the objections about overcoming money objections and things like that, it's all laid out in that manual where you can actually read it and just find out quickly how you can deal with those type of situations. So yeah, so just go to tggift.com and I would love to know how, how people enjoy it and what type of feedback. So definitely let uh, Samantha know or let me know as well. And um, I always, like I said, I, I, I really live what I teach and preach. I love helping people. I love serving. That's one of the things that gets me immense joy. Um, and yeah, so I just wanted to make sure that your tribe can take advantage of that. So yes, tggift.com. Thank you so much for that. That's awesome. Now we talked a lot about today about sales, about strategy, about, you know, making sure that our leads are qualified about positioning the sale. But if there's one thing that you want to leave the listeners with today that you know that will make a massive shift in the way that they think about sales, what would that be? I would say really focus, uh, just really detach yourself from the sale. Don't even worry about the money that you're going to be making. Just focus on helping that person. I would, the way that I talk about it, Samantha, is let's say that you have a relative that comes to you. It could be an immediate family member, you know, your, your, your spouse. It could be a cousin. Somebody you care about, they come and tell you that they have a problem. Well, what type of question are you going to ask one question? So what's going on? And then the answer, you go, okay, let's go grab something to eat, right? You're going to ask some follow-up question. You're going to find out, well, so what happened? How did that happen? When did it happen? How are you feeling? Are you okay? So when you talk to your future client, detach yourself from any monetary gain and really find out a way to help them with their problem or help them get to a goal that they're trying to get to. And I, if you focus on that, a lot of the other things that I'm sharing with you is just going to fall in line with it. But that's the one thing I would say. Just focus on just truly, truly listening. That's the thing. We got to listen. Many times people like to cut off and just get to their point. It doesn't matter your point because when you start cutting people off, they're just not, they're going to tune you out. Mm. And that's the other thing. I listen to calls and people don't even know they're doing it. They're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I was doing it all those times. But uh, there's a, it was a study released years ago that said that 45% of the time when two people are talking, the one person is thinking of what to say to what's going on in that conversation. Another 45% of the time, they're thinking when they can butt in on the conversation. So 90% of the time when two people are talking, people aren't listening, only 10% of the time they're being heard. So if you can just focus on helping people and listening more, you're going to be beating a lot of what other people out there are doing. And it's going to make a big, big difference. 
Wow, you shared so much gold today in this in this forty minutes or so that we've spent together. Thank you so much uh, for helping. You're very welcome. You know, the coaches, the consultants, the experts that are listening, if they don't have sales or, you know, if you don't have sales in your business, there's not a business. And I know that the people that listen to this show are all about creating a bigger ripple of impact in the world. And this is the way that we're going to be doing it. So thanks so much, TG. Absolutely. You're very welcome. I enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. But before we go, have you joined us in the Thought Leaders Business Lab community on Facebook? If not, jump over there right now and connect with other entrepreneurs who are also building and scaling their business. See you next time in the Thought Leaders Business Lab.